Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks guys. Talk to you soon. If you're tired of the old way of networking, the business cards, the awkward conversations, and the aggressive pitches, but you know how crucial your network is to your success in life, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Build Your Network, the only top-rated show committed to helping you master content networking, foster real relationships, increase your authority, and build the network of your dreams. Listen in on conversations with world-class entrepreneurs, authors, thought leaders, and more as we deconstruct their best strategies for your success. So get ready to burn your business cards, ditch the name tag, and discover the new way to network with your host, Travis Chappell. Tell me a little bit about the first day actually pursuing this career. Like you're, you're getting in front of a camera for the first time. What are you feeling? Do you feel like you're supposed to be there? Do you feel timid or scared? What was kind of the, the mood and the atmosphere? Terrified, terrified. And, and, and when I think back to it, it's because, you know, when you put something out there and you have a drive to just create and you do, then come expectations. It's like, hey, getting to the top is one thing, but then staying there is another. And the interesting thing that was happening over those two months was I, when I was handing out flyers, I did question, I'm like, am I making the right decision? And I was very fortunate to have parents that I could tell they were concerned, but they said, if this is what makes you happy, we're going to support this for now. And I know my dad was always like, when are you going to get your MBA? But they were in my corner and that helped. But when it came down to the cameras rolling, the audience is here, the pressure is on. The one thing I realized early on in my career was, uh, and this was a great mistake, was it's not about me. Mm. And I was thinking about how am I coming across? Am I saying the right thing? When the most important thing to do is to think about that one person on the other side of this camera and how to light them up. 
how to engage them, how to bring them an enjoyable experience. So I got in my head a lot. And even I would say six to eight weeks into that time on camera, I had a producer pull me aside and say, you don't look like that confident guy that came to us in the beginning. What happened? And it was that overthinking, that analytical mind of, am I doing this right? Am I in the right place? Imposter syndrome. So many thoughts went through my head where what ended up happening four months later was I was replaced. Mm. And the person that came in to replace me uh, is a friend to this day because what ended up happening, and this was an excellent lesson in just humility, that he always said to me, hey, when I, I was replacing you, you could have been a jerk to me. But for me, that imposter syndrome is like, I can't even believe I'm here right now. But it taught me a great lesson of what it takes. There's going to be highs, there's going to be lows. And even though I parted ways with MTV Canada in 2002, four months into the gig, a couple of years later, that same host that replaced me needed a co-host. Mm -hmm. And he made the call to bring me back in. And then we created a, 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 just an, an enjoyable, fun dynamic on a brand new show on the same channel. So it really gave me a valuable lesson of remembering to just point that focus forward on what the audience needs and just remembering you never know when you're going to cross paths with someone again, right. just to embrace it and not take it personally. And that's, that's easier said than done, especially uh, with this format in the public eye. Well, it's so often, I think the default is to burn the bridges, you know, like fine, I'm out and, and burn those relationships, but it does, they circle back so often in unexpected ways. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed, if you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a, a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. And um, I am curious for just before we get into the kind of the networking side, which you kind of hint, hinted at here in a big way, 
Um, what advice would you give to people who are in the space? We've got a lot of podcast hosts that listen. We've got a lot of people that listen who do, you know, different forms of interviews. They're having at least conversations. Uh, how do you prioritize the person in front of you? How do you turn the conversation and really make it count when you're talking to somebody who, uh, whether it's an interview, whether it's something for a, just a relationship building moment, um, what are some tips you could give to people to have these conversations in a better, more meaningful way? Mm. One of the things that I really discovered in, in, in the two decades of interviewing people for a living on television was the mistake I was making was coming up with what I believe to be all of the greatest questions to ignite the person in front of me. Yet the opportunity to unlock something that's unique, personal, and something you can't Google was always being missed. So step one is inviting the interviewer or networker to over-prepare to improvise. And to do that work, I mean, Eric, you've demonstrated that, that you, know, you listen to the TED Talk, you've seen you know, a bit of my background and, and you've brought me into moments. That preparation will always give us confidence that we need going into the conversation. But one of the questions I would always ask in the green room before we went out on live television was to you know, greet the person, but then simply ask this question and then get out of the way. And it was, what's on your mind? And the first response I would get from guests would allow me to prioritize what their priorities are and where their emotion lies and what's occupying their mental space and think, okay, I had all of these ideas that I had researched, but I'm going to park all that because you just gave me something I wasn't even thinking about. So first things first is how to over-prepare to improvise because the preparation will give us confidence, but leaning in, improvising, and just listening, that's, that's the part that's going to give us real connection. The second part is how can we ask for stories, not just answers? And you've done this as well. Take me into that moment, that conversation you had with that director and producer at MTV, what was said, what happened, what were you thinking? Because what that's going to do is ignite the conversation where it's less about information and it's more about emotion. Mm. And I find that is where the deepening of connection happens because emotion is what connects us. It polarizes us, but above all, it is what motivates us to act. And the, and the greatest way to, to connect to emotion is to tell someone or ask someone about a story because our brains are wired in a way that we're absorbing the stories as if we're living through them. Right. And in any interview, my guess is if, if someone's listening to this right now, they're going to remember the, the story behind the conversation of that moment of just going for it with the director. And the other thing is finding a way to practice simplicity and just getting to the point with questions. Sometimes we as interviewers, and I, I've been guilty of this uh, early on in my career, of wanting to have the uh, intention of not just fitting in, but standing out and doing this great job. And then what I would end up doing is coming up with complicated setups that consisted of multiple questions where the person in front of me is overwhelmed thinking, okay, I don't even know how to answer this because you just asked me 10 questions in one thing. But simply getting to the point with the first question of, you know, what motivated this moment? How did that feel when you did this? And then getting out of the way 
and listening to them and waiting for the moment to dive deeper with follow-up questions. Cause the first question is always the appetizer for the main course that comes through some really engaged follow-ups. That's it for this episode. If you want to connect with Travis and other like-minded people who also listen to the show, then you're going to want to head over to travischapelcom slash group to join his free Facebook group podcast to profit. Travis will see you there and remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its Opry ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com.